Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Jason Wayne Hunter. And these are the folks that make it all happen. Thank you. Stay tuned. God bless. And enjoy the ride. What is something you would like to tell everybody, Mike? Well, you've hunted the rest. Now come try something else. You know, our rules are open. We try to uh, take any of the gray area out in our rules. We're trying to put in scenarios, you know, the the what ifs. Well, what if this happens? Well, then you do this, you know, and, and have it in black and white. Not everything's in our rule book, but we've tried to add as much as we could to make it user-friendly. Um, we did the same for the, uh, not only just the raccoon hunting, but the squirrel hunting, the rabbit hunting. Um, we tried to put scenarios in there, so it's all there for you. You know, it makes it easy. Go out and try one. Have fun. Right. Right. You know, and that's yeah. have fun. <laughs> Just have fun, guys. Go out and have fun. It Don't is. take have it so fun. stinking serious. And that's the problem is everybody takes it so serious. Yes. I'm I'm guilty of it. <laughs> I tell you, I raise my hand. I'll preach it. <laughs> you know, uh, but I can tell you. We all uh, are. <laughs> hey, we all are. I, I think if you love your dog, you're you're going to be competitive. So we have our own judging test, of course. So if you pass that, you automatically get your license. And then if you are a bench show judge in AKC or UKC, you're grandfathered in automatically. But our biggest benefit is we just want, we really want to get more of the youth in the association and helping out. So we really want like a good, clean judges and all that. So the youth will participate more in the sport. That's right. And, you know, the youth is a big part of everything. Right. And, and Mike and I have talked numerous times about this. And then if, if we don't have the youth, we don't have the sport. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's just that true, you know, and I right. mean, you got, yeah. you got to kid, keep, keep these kids active. Let it, let it be known to be fun. You know, don't get out right. there and get so serious. I mean, you know, if you want to get serious, take them to an RQE. <laughs> exactly yeah take them to a serious event let it let them go ahead and challenge yourselves let them go to a bigger youth hunt something like that if you really want to learn i mean it looks like to me that's what y'all's focus is is really helping and learning here is the youth i know you're really really big on the youth we've mm -hmm. talked about the youth a lot uh what is right. your main focus on bringing the youth into your sport really we want to get the, as many kids involved as we possibly can get them in the woods get them off uh, the video games. Oh, I mean, I can attest to my grandkids. They're glued to them things. I swear they're super glued to their hand. You know, I don't know what yeah. they're called, them little handheld things. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I just soon see them get them in the woods, you know. Right. This year already, we've had two youth events, one in Tennessee. We had one up here. Uh, it was strictly, it was an open event for kids. And it was it was really nice to see the number of kids that showed up. For our very first one you also do a lot of benefits yes we do you know and yes, that and that is a that's an honorable thing to do number one and right. to see y'all consistently always trying to help people i mean that that is something i pay attention to <laughs> you, know? Well, you know and thanks to a lot of our members too i mean we've only been doing this well since january 1st uh we were able to help several families this year we've raised it's only thirty seven hundred dollars but we were able to raise that and donate that to people in, in, in need, you know, and that's thanks to all our members. Well, it may be only $3,700, but that's $3,700. That is have. a lot of money. Yes. That's right. That's a lot of yeah. money to a lot to, to anyone right now, you know, right. it's right. all due to 
great, great members that we have in our association. Now you're over a hundred members now, correct? Yes, we are. We have an actual 124 paid members. Uh, I believe it's 114 dogs that are registered. We have 13 clubs uh, from now until January 1st of 24. We're allowing clubs to sign up. There's no chapter fee. We provide all the materials needed. Um, everything they need, we send them to them. Okay. All right. Now let's go over some of the rules in Top Dog. Uh, mm-hmm. Just your basic night hunt rules. Let's just talk basics here. Uh, right. Basic strike, tree, basic handling rules, stuff right. like that. If someone wants to put on one of your hunts, tell me what, what, what we they, tell our crew. What they do is they they set the dates. They'll get a hold of Justin or myself or actually one of the other board members as well. They can help. We'll get them set up on the calendar. They, they can have as many hunts as they want. Um, you strike, you tree your dog. Um, five cast wins with plus points. Your dog is a champion. Let's see, it's 10 cast wins. With plus points, uh, your dog is a grand champion. And then uh, 30 cast wins, your dog is automatically put into That's 125 first strike, 75, 50, 25. 25, yes, sir. That is correct. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. It is. And it really helps. The dogs are declared treed. You have one minute, and any dog that comes into that tree can only be treed for 25 points. And after two minutes, the tree is closed. Okay. All right. So after two minutes, that tree is just. It's done. Done. So anything that comes in after that, they get minus. Correct. Okay. All right. We make sure everybody's got it, you know, got a rule book. Uh, We have a stationary rule. That's eight minutes. Uh, You can shine the tree for eight minutes. As long as the strikes stay open. Three minutes. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So, So that's showing that you have to have a dog that moves the track. Exactly. You have to, you want a dog definitely to get independent <laughs> and, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. and this will definitely help out stopping some of the backers. Did y'all sit down together and come up with these rules? How many? Yeah, sat yeah a bunch of us got together on conference calls and we, we, you know, one guy wanted this, one guy wanted this. Um, we all put it together. We put it on a, a word document. I sent it out to everybody. Is this what you want? Yes. Boom. Then we put it in the book. Right. Right. Now, you're going to be having a world hunt as well. Yes, sir, we are. It's uh, March 7th, 8th, and 9th of 24. It's coming fast. It is. It is. We're going to have it right here at our local uh, club here in Hamilton, Indiana. Okay, so your your, your home club is out of Hamilton, Indiana. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. Yes, and they will be holding it there. All right. And so we're, well, what you're trying to do, we're trying to move them on down south, try to get more and more hunts. for more. Oh, absolutely. The more the more merrier. More anybody. <laughs> You know, Absolutely. I'll help anybody I can, you know, get them on board. Right, right. Now, some of the awards, we were talking about some of the entry fees. Uh, what's mm-hmm. the entry fees? Where do they, what does the base entry fee start up and what can you we go have a, We let the clubs choose their own entry fees. Uh, we have a sample out there. It's a $35 entry fee based on a four-dog cast. Uh, cast winner is going to walk away with $92. Not bad on a $35 entry fee. You can choose 60, 90, two-hour hunts, whatever you'd like. That's pretty Most nice. Most of our hunts up here, especially in the heat, um, not like what you folks have down there. But, <laughs> but it's know. boiling here. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's warm, but it's not like what y'all have. You know, we do 60-minute rounds. Right. And a lot of the guys are saying, you know, 
And I agree with them. As it cools off, we're going to extend it out to 90 minutes. Just gives yeah. you more time. Yeah, especially when you got a dog. I, like, like for instance, this cheddar dog of mine. This dog's real bad about getting solo. I mean, the more time, the more time I get with him, the merrier. I'm happy, you know. There you go. Because he's going to get yes. more and more solo. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I like that, that the clubs can just mm -hmm. also have a lot of input on what they want to do. I mean, with Top Dog, we take $6 of every entry, and we put that in the account, and it just sets there. And, you know, it helps add for the added purse for the end of the year. We encourage the clubs to do the same, you know. It, it, in our sample, it shows that how the payouts are, well, how we would do the payouts. But again, it's up to the club, whatever they whatever they desire. What I'm really interested in is what's the minimum amount of dogs that, that can attend the hunt. The minimum. The minimum. Yeah, you can have two, but you have to have a non-hunting judge. Two with a non-hunting judge. Right. What's some of the expectations for the world hunt? Okay, what we're going to do this year is we're going to pretty much make it an open event. Uh, there will have four qualifying events. We'll have two on Thursday night and early in the late. We'll have two on Friday night, again, early in the late round. Saturday, we take the top 16 dogs, put those back out early. We come back, and then in the finals will be the final four on Saturday night late. How's the bench show going to work, Celeste, on Saturday? So we're going – we haven't set an official time yet, but it'll probably be – our probably anywhere from 1 to 3 p.m. Just so if one, you know, one of the hunters come back late and they want to show, it gives them a little time to sleep in. We'll do entries probably like, you know, an hour, give everybody an hour to get there. So like 11 to 12, just say, and then <clears throat> we'll start at three, like three, just say, and then right. from then on, we'll go. Well, I tell you, it's a big thing because I do both. Right. <laughs> so uh, to hear someone say that, it's like, oh, it would be so nice to sleep <laughs> right. in just a little bit. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The The world show for the, the actual show is just a one day deal. Yes. You can actually sign up the first Thursday night or Friday night of the world hunt if you'd like. Okay. All right. So we can do it all the way up right. to the world hunt. You had to cast win either Thursday or Friday night in order to move forward. Okay. All right. Now, if a club uh, wants to come on board and they want to host mm -hmm. one of your hunts, certainly. Uh, so for right now, it's free all the way up until yes, when? Till January first. Till January first. Wow. Yes, sir. So now it's time to jump on board, folks. <laughs> yes. All they got to do is contact one of us, and we'll ship them everything they need. Well, you and I talked one day, and I found something really cool. And uh, when we were having our discussion, you were mentioning that the club can actually choose if they want to do trophies. If they want to do money, it's entirely up to the club what they'd like to do. Right. So we can have a money hunt on Friday and a trophy hunt on Saturday. Exactly. And that's pretty neat. And I think that's great for the youth as well. It is. I mean, with our youth event that we had, well, in Tennessee as well as here, we were lucky we picked up a sponsor. He actually made the plaques for the youth, the top four youth. They were beautifully engraved, you know, the state of Indiana for us. They had the, the young man or girl's name, you know, burnt into them. And then we just sent them to them after the, right, right, they man, were really cool on though. top of the world. That's pretty cool, though. And and folks don't realize that sometimes those trophies, man, they last forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. And it means a lot. Yeah, the money is nice, too. But the kids do like those plaques, trophies they can show off. Absolutely. I, I know a bunch of them that I have. 
(laughs) (laughs) They ain't going nowhere. They're still over here just just shining, you know? Is it Steph's or Steffi's? Steffis. Steffis. I'm a a country boy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not good. It's Steffis. All right, Steffis. I'm 22 years old. I've been in our kennel business since I was seven or eight and then i started showing dogs when i was nine and ever since i've just loved it my grandpa got me into it because he's always had red bones so as i was growing up he got me into it of course because he wanted someone to do it with him and ever since i've just been hooked on it and i love it yeah definitely a generational thing huh yes yeah absolutely uh what what do you what was your favorite hound growing up and favorite breed uh, my favorite breed is always going to be the red bone, but I do love my Walker dogs too. My favorite hound that I had was probably my first one. I made her grand champion before she was a year old. And I just, I just went to show after show and set her up and she was just amazing. And yeah. I loved her so much. How old were you? I started when I was nine. Well, I Got my first show dog when I was nine, but I don't think I really started until like 10 or 11. I just kind of went to shows and watched them, you know, got the hang of it first. Because yeah. I was a very shy little kid, so I had to get into it. Yeah, I remember I remember growing up, I was having to show my dad's hunting dog. We didn't have show dogs. Our show dogs were dad's. <laughs> Whatever dad had in the kennel, we showed them. <laughs> so right. that's where my mom and I, you know, that was our roots. It's pretty cool, you know. You're kind of pretty much running the show side of things, right? Yes. Okay. So y'all also have a the, the world show coming up as well. Uh, tell us a little bit yep. about how that's going to work and how that'll run. So that'll be on. So our world sh- hunt is my, March 7th, 8th, and 9th. The 9th is a Saturday, and we'll do the show on Saturday. One day show to give some room for the hunters because, you know, some people do both, and we don't want to make it super early. We'll probably do like a 2 to 3 p.m. show time have entries be like from 11 to 12, 12 to one, something like that. Give them time to wake up and everything. Sometimes the husband's wife is doing it. So he has to get up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they go with her. And exactly. Support her. Like so Mr. Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about the hunting side of things. Well, for two top dog, we offer raccoon hunts, squirrel hunts, rabbit hunts. Um, we got a little bit of everything for anybody. Wow. So y'all, y'all offer rabbit, squirrel, and raccoon. Hopefully we have rabbit club. There's not a lot of, it's growing. The squirrel site is growing up here, but nothing like it is down south. Yes. Yeah. Especially Tennessee, Georgia, boy, it's really hopping in there with its squirrel dogs. And down here, there's a lot of We just picked up a couple new clubs. Did you? We picked up a new club in Georgia. Yeah. And in uh, Alabama. In Alabama. Uh, Yes, Yes, sir. Yeah, raccoon hunts are, are, I'm telling you guys, it, having a good hunt is a fun thing. I remember I remember in the old days, you'd show up, and it was a cookout. Everybody hung out. It was a family-type family, family type oh, yeah. scenery, you know, and that's that's kind of why I go to the Grand American Automobiles and them hunts like that. You know, it's more family-oriented, and that's what we love, and that's what it sounds like y'all are right. chasing is that family orientation. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we try to bring the families together, have fun. Yeah. You know, we even got it at some of our smaller rabbit clubs here. You know, if a parent comes and they, you know, it's their turn to watch their kids where their kids don't, you know, it's nasty out. But we'll find somebody, you know, to babysit the kids there at the club. And 
we always have something for them to do. Right. Right. And, uh, Absolutely. Just keep Absolutely. them occupied. Yeah. Give them something to do. Get them out of the house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just get Well, now, how many years have you been hunting, Mike? Probably pretty much all my life. About all your life? And my what? dad's female black and tan lady. Um, That was a superb dog. You didn't even need a leash on her. You just go tell her to get in the box. She'd jump in the box. You could leave the door open going down the road. She'd just lay there. You'd get to wherever you're hunting and bring her out. Back then, we didn't have collars, you know, tracking collars or anything. Right. You know, we had the old Dynalite. You know, and that's what we had to use. With electronics. Now, I know that that plays a big role in some of the hunts as far as can you use your Garmin? Can you not use your Garmin when you can use the Garmin? This is going to be a topic that pops up, so let's answer it. What's the Garmin deal? What are we doing with Garmin? We are allowed, you are allowed to wear it. You know, your dog can have a track and train collar, TT15 that is. Uh, okay. You are allowed to wear it. You know, the dog is allowed to wear it. You can only use that during a timeout if your dog gets endangered you ask the judge for timeout you know my dog's getting close to a road absolutely that's called timeout this is something that unfortunately we all need to start paying attention to because it there is laws in effect in states it's for the squirrel hunters it is for the hog hunters it is for rabbit hunters they all have to have tt15s a raccoon hunter does not why is that I don't know. I don't want to argue with them. <laughs> no, best you don't. No, I don't want. I don't, I don't want to know why. <laughs> uh, but no, it's probably best you don't. No, no, sir, no, sir. I'm gonna leave that hot topic alone for sure. I'll leave that for someone else to answer. <laughs> One of the things that, as we were putting these rules together, um, the guys were talking about being able to use our thermals, and we do allow thermals to be used. You still have to see the coon with the naked eye, but we allow that. If the, the coon's in a den, you can take your phone, you can stick it in there and take a picture and actually see the coon. Majority of the cast agrees, yes, there's a coon. You can plus those points up. Okay, interesting. Instead of just circle. Oh, that's pretty nice. I mean, there, there's been a lot of times I've actually taken my phone, stuck in my phone, stuck my phone up in, in, the, in the tree and seen the raccoon sitting up in there. It happens all the time. Oh yeah, I have too. <laughs> I mean, I hunt a I hunt a I bunch of farms, learned. and it's a bunch of oak trees that it's just fence lines. Mm -hmm. And buddy, it isn't nothing but live oak trees about half the size of a truck hood, and it's all dens. And so you just use Den that phone. Oh, yeah. Got the same thing up here. Yeah, yeah. Is it same thing up there? Thermal. Yeah, you're hunting yeah. a lot of fence lines and stuff. A lot of fence rows. Yeah. yeah. I said for years, you know, hunting down here. I changed my style of hunting. I went from hunting swamps all the time to going and hunting these fence line style places. And what I do is I'll hunt the watermelon fields. I'll hunt the corn fields and I'll hunt the peanut fields. And what I noticed is when I took my dog North, they were performing better because they were used to those fence rows. But the dogs that I trained in the swamp, right. they would just blow through the country. <laughs> and buddy, that only got three or four trees behind me. <laughs> Right. So it's it's very interesting, you know, to hear you say that because that's a good tip for everyone. If you're headed north, that man just told you right there, they hunt a lot of fence rows. And it be very, very sure you hunt your dog in this. It does. It does work. Now, Celeste, what is some favorite dogs over the years that you've seen in the show side uh that have really caught your eye? Oh gosh. 
Um, There's been some great definitely, ones. <laughs> definitely some of uh, uh, Cole Vanover and Scott Houston, their dog, their Cherry Creek dogs. Those have been great. Yeah, I um, like them, Scott. Scott's good people. Shout out Scott Houston. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. Uh, Marissa, well, Marissa Wilson now, her Grand Rivers dogs. Uh, I actually have grand pups to Grand Rivers Chief, but her Bawana dog, he's just beautiful. Love him. He was always been one of my favorite dogs to watch show. And probably my favorite one, actually, one of my good friends, Tiffany Atkins, her Ruger dog. I love him. Oh, uh, Ruger. Love the head on him. That, that yep, Ruger. Yeah, I love he, him. He's got the head. To me, Ruger, I've always said he's got the headpiece of a century. You just don't get that headpiece oh, yeah. very often. <laughs> no, not at the all. <laughs> big shout out to Tiffany Atkins and Mark Atkins up in West Virginia. That, that is one beautiful hound. He really is. And yes. I'm so proud of, proud yes. of Tiff. She's done a lot of winning with him. A lot. She has. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for her and, and for her accomplishments as well. So um, yes. it sounds like y'all got it going Definitely. on. So I'm excited for you guys. Well, and that's that's what we got to do. We just one foot in front of the other, keep growing and having fun. You know. There you go. That's exactly. What about, having fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, do you think your hunts, as far as in the winter time, are y'all going to try to focus more hunts in the summertime? Or are you going to try to focus more your hunts in the fall? When do you really want to start pushing? Our scheduling hunts. We've got, I think, five hunts between now and to September, uh, locally, and then we'll. We'll, we'll schedule more out as, as the fall and winter come. I, mean, I hope a lot of these clubs get on board and uh, support you guys because this could be a lot of fun for a lot of people. We're trying real hard. We've got a good group with us. Uh, we've got a good board of directors. And that's what you got to do. You just got to try. <laughs> if you don't try, you don't well, know. you can do. Exactly. exactly. How yes. much are memberships, memberships going? Yes. Let's talk about okay. memberships. Uh, adult memberships are $10. Uh, 15 above are $5. Youth 11 to 17 are $5. 10 and under are free. Our dog registration is $20. Well, and that we do was our simple best and to sweet. Get it, out just, it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and we do our best to get all our paperwork out. You know, we might get it today and it'll probably go out in the mail the next day or two. Show this young man how you judge. Now, before you put anything on a card, you call it out. Say, okay, this I'm putting this on the card. You know, this dog struck for this amount. You know, this is why I'm doing it. And explain as you go. And it has it has helped us a lot up here. Uh, what are they, 14, 15-year-old boys that are? Yeah. I trust them with the scorecard now. Yeah. They, knew yeah, the that, they know the rules inside and out. Yeah, and see, and that just comes just from, just like you said, let's just sit down. Let's explain to these young men. Exactly. And let's see what we can do to help what we try to do and young yeah. men and ladies excuse right. me <laughs> there's some ladies out there right now i can tell you they put it on them they are oh yeah you've got, I, you've got I, some kids down in tennessee as well as up here that you know they want to come hunt but they don't have well the one young man in particular um he showed up in tennis tennis shoes one night i said oh no not where we're going you know oh, bless we'll fix heart. that so we got him boots and chaps, and he's styling now. So, wow. Well, you know what? We're gonna have to get him profiling now. We got you. <laughs> we got a yes. dog. He hunting. He's hunting a blue tick. Oh, okay. direct daughter of Jet Five. Well, and what's this young man's name? Chandler Moran. He's fourteen, or he might be fifteen. 
Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, Chandler Moran, M-O-R-E-N. All right. He's a big good young out, man. Big shout out Chandler Moran, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this young we'll man to... is amazing. Is he? I like him. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I can hear the excitement in your voice, and that's exciting right. me. I like to hear those that the youth is getting supported. I tell you, that is oh, a yeah, big deal. Absolutely. That is a big deal. Um, Mike, is there anything else I could add for you, brother, Miss Left? Um, no, I believe we covered everything. I sure appreciate the opportunity to be on. Yeah. Here. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Jason Wayne Hunter. Thank you for watching another episode of Hunter's Wheelhouse. It means the world to me. We're over 5,000 likes now on Facebook. If it wasn't for you, none of this stuff could ever happen. Thank you so much. Do me a favor, hit the like, share, subscribe button. Drop me a comment below. If you're on Facebook, hit a follow for me. Every follow adds up, folks. Like I said, if it wasn't for you, it'd never happen. God bless and take care.